Hey there, Fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things church life. My name is Mark Francis, and I'm once again your host for today. We have a special episode here where I wouldn't consider this be a, to be a part of a series that we've done. You know, recently we've talked about how we've had staff changes here at FBC and things going on. But a lot of times we try to use these episodes in this Fellowship Family podcast just to get to know people, hear some personal stories and testimonies of what God is doing in the life of people in our body. And there's a relevant conversation that we're going to have today, and it relates to money. Everybody has money. Everybody wants more money. Everybody has ways of losing money or making money, and then it causes drama. So we have some just interesting stories that I want to get a chance to unpack with a couple here at church, Anthony and Whitney Seinkoff. How are you guys? Hi, we're great. You know, that's yeah. a really weird introduction to be like, everybody can lose money and make money. You know? <laughs> but I think you guys are have a really good background story. And I want to get a chance to get to know you guys and, and hear kind of really what God has done in your life. First of all, let me just start by introducing you guys. You guys have been to FBC for how long? I think consistently with our family since about 2012. But I also grew up in the youth group. Yes. So yeah, Suzanne Pearson was my, I remember going to her house for the summer. She's uh, my youth leader. See, the Pearsons, so many, yeah. I mean, generation, I think, has come and gone for yes. the Pearsons of kids going through. I remember group. when their kids were little and now Caleb's like running things, like a lot of things here. And it's just wild to see. He's <laughs> That is, now. yes. Shout out to Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he we, would not remember me. He was so little. <laughs> <laughs> so Anthony, how, so you guys kind of started coming together as a couple mm -hmm. uh, in what, what year? Yeah, I'd say 2012. We, uh, we, so we actually lived across from Mark and Lisa and uh carrie yes our senior pastor that's yeah. right okay that's right. yes and our daughter at the time gosh well, how old was she six maybe uh, 2012 yeah yeah so um i think they invited her to vacation bible school huh. and uh so we uh she she came to the bible school and and um i think we were went for a little bit of it and then we were like hey that makes sense it's so close to home mm -hmm. you have a connection there i do and yeah. uh so we were like hey let's just Let's just check it out. Really and, strong children's ministry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which is so important to us. Yeah. Uh, Lorelai, some of her class, she goes to Legacy. So some of her classmates okay. were here. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you have Lorelai and then Shepard? Yes, Shepard. Shepard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep, yeah. And he's six. So Lorelai will be 13 and Shepard is six years old. Wow. So yeah. that was like nine years ago when you kind of were like, okay, let's let's get plugged into a church. Yes. All right. Yes. Let's right. back it up even before then. Sure. How did you guys meet? Like, how oh. did you? <laughs> <laughs> it was 2006. Yeah, 2006. Yeah. So she uh, she was actually worked at the, the Royals, Winchester Royals, and she hmm. uh, worked the concession stand there. So I was like, who is this very attractive girl? <laughs> so I would go up and uh, I would you know keep buying things at the concession stand. And I get to the point where I was buying like a piece of bubble gum at a Five time. Five cent pieces of gum. Yeah, I keep going time. back. All right. I need a new, a new piece of gum. So, <laughs> so we, uh, we met that way and, and we lived in the same area of, of Frederick County and, and just started making association and, and, and talking that way. But that was, that's how I start. And we were, uh, let's see, dated for a year, a little and, less than a year, and we, a were year? Married and we were married in 2007. 2007. So yeah. we just celebrated 14 years, 14 years. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. And, and so if you got married in 2007, mm -hmm. then you, you kind of were living lives. What kind of careers do you have? What were you doing even pre-kids? How does, what did it look like to, to be a young married couple oh, back in that time? Yeah, no, it was, it was interesting. Um, I, 
So I had a back, I went to school for accounting. Um, so the, the big joke is that, you know, I'm, I'm now a CPA, uh, work, uh, major in accounting, work in finance for my entire career. But I didn't, I didn't really know uh, a lot about um, personal finance. Hmm. And so it was, you know, very interesting. I knew knew how to do it at work, but it, at home, you know, it was like, uh, gosh, I'm not really, I hadn't, didn't have the best uh, practices when I was growing up in terms of, you know, financial, you know, health and things like that. But, but yeah, we were, we were married young and, um, and she was younger than I, obviously, but um, you know, we were married in 2007 and, and we, we, uh, rented a, t- a townhouse at the time and we were sort of just kind of feeling things out, not really knowing mm-hmm. had had a good strategy financially. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we took a lot, a lot of bumps and on, along the road and, and sort of learned mm-hmm. things kind of the hard way, but I want to hear some about that. Yeah. I, I'm curious. Cause again, your story is probably going to be very similar to many of our stories out there of just you know, not really having a true proper education of what it looks like to to be accountable with money. Yeah. And, and then you get married and then you start having kids and you have expenses. And so from a financial standpoint, we're all going to be able to relate to right. your story. Whitney, how about you? What is, what kind of career path do you have? So I actually, when we got married, I left university, it's, uh, Liberty University after one semester to get married. And I promised my dad I would finish my degree. So okay. after we got married, um, I finished school at George Mason. Uh, we had our daughter as well. So I was actually um, a paralegal and I would work mm-hmm. in Winchester and I would commute to school a couple of days a week and back and forth for a couple of years until I finally finished my degree. And um, I'm actually still, I'm a legal assistant. Neat. Yeah, downtown Winchester. So I love my job. Absolutely love it. Um, go figure. I don't really need a degree to do what I do. And <laughs> <laughs> the bulk of what was our debt in the first place was student loans. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> you know, I have a son who is a freshman in college now. Okay. And we're having these kind of conversations. And I feel like it's my parental duty to at least impart something to him of what does it look like to to understand money yeah and and i came from a family where we were blessed and my parents were blessed and growing up a lot of things were not just given to me but just it just kind of happened you know i was able to go to college and i didn't have the student loan debt and so to to have my kids appreciate the value of a dollar where it comes from and how to spend it wisely I feel is a is a parent kind of duty. And, oh, and I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. walk me through what where did what was your all's background? Because you said that you didn't really have that kind of education. Right. And then you started going kind of a little slippery slope of not really understanding over the years what debt looks like. Right. Right. You know, right. it's funny for me, I I have these very clear moments from where debt started in my life, even when I turned 18. Mm. I remember standing at American Eagle. They asked me if I wanted a credit card. I said, sure. I'll yeah. Do that. Yeah. That sounds great. I remember signing my first form for my uh, student loan so that I could go to school. And my mom just said, sign here. And I really didn't understand at the time what I was signing. I just knew I had to do it so that I could go to college. And mm. that was important to me. So I did it. I remember even our my wedding dress. It was only $200 from David's bridal, but I had not been paying the bill and they were calling me. And I remember feeling stressed <laughs> even over that. I mean, it was something silly, like $27 a month for, mm. you know, a length of time. So I remember those very clear moments, even from when I was young to where it's amazing. I didn't wake up until just a few years ago, mm. 
but that's kind of where it started for me was yeah. right out of the gate, 18 years old. Yeah. Anthony, for you, I mean, so you go to school, right? be an accountant, understand at least money, pluses and minuses, a ledger sheet. Right. That's about as much as I know. I have a business degree too, but <laughs> hey, accounting, yeah. trust me, yeah. I will turn it over to you gladly to look at my, yeah. <laughs> my numbers. But what was it for you to, to really see the difference of a personal financial accountability versus just job and career? Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, mine's sort of very similar to Whitney. I, uh, I remember getting my first credit card when I was probably the same age and I was like, Oh, it's just extra money, you know? And, and it, I remember very specifically, it's only a $200 credit card. Right. And, uh, it just, so you can imagine how quickly that maxed out. So, um, yeah, yeah, it was just one of those things where, you know, it, it, um, it happened over the course of time and there wasn't that, just that financial, um, you know, acumen and, and uh, it, I think it was just a cumulative nature of, you know, we didn't, there wasn't, there weren't good habits hmm. early on mm-hmm. um, because, you know, partially just, per, you know, personal responsibility, but there was, I didn't have that education. Right. And the big, I think the big meme nowadays is, you know, we, we can learn how to do math with letters, but they don't teach us how to file taxes and apply for, you know, look at financial aid and, and think about, you know, how much interests will pay over the course of our life relative to, to home mm-hmm. and cars. Something and as like simple that. as living within your means. It's just yeah. not taught. Yeah. And Never. it's so simple. Yeah. It's simple, but <laughs> it's very fundamental. So what was the breaking point? What was the, the moment in time where you had, was there a sure. light bulb moment yeah. or was it just like a slow, oh, wow, I need to start thinking differently? There was definitely a light bulb moment for me. Um, Anthony for years had been trying to tell me, hey, there's this guy, Dave Ramsey. And I was just like, I don't know what that, that is. And I just... And that's very common, by the way, with spouses is it's it's not you can hear it clearly from somebody else, mm-hmm. maybe not your spouse. That's OK. <laughs> Eventually it clicked for me and I was like, oh, now I see what you're talking about. But uh, I mean, just over the years we had I had a loan, 80,000 in student loan debt. Mm. Anthony had I don't remember how much, but we had a cumulative of about over 130,000 in debt. Mm. And I just remember thinking, there's no way to get out of this unless we win the lottery. Mm. And this is just we are sunk. Right. We were house poor. Every penny was out the door. Credit cards. I mean, we were just spending money. Like, three cards. One hundred thirty thousand. So yeah. get that number right. So that's not even 000. with our house. That was student loans, credit cards. We had three vehicles, and then a house. Yeah, debt and a house as on well. Top of that, right. and you're trying to raise a family. Yeah, so you have a couple of kids. Mm-hmm. How are you living on a week to week, month to month basis? Was there any kind of recognition of the debt that you had? Oh, definitely. We had had several conversations, mm-hmm. but just, I mean, just of, oh, when you get a raise, then then we'll take care of it. Right. Well, when he got a raise, mm-hmm. it's when we found yeah. a way to live on that raise mm-hmm. instead of, uh, you know, taking care of our mess. Uh, just with the student loans alone, I mean, that was crushing. That was $1,100 a month in student loans. Hmm. So mm-hmm. finally, I went to... Um, visit a friend in Michigan and we were talking with a friend and he said, yeah, I listen to Dave Ramsey podcast. And I just remember very clearly, like it just kind of clicking, like Mm. there's that Dave Ramsey guy. And I went home and I started listening to it like the next day. And by that Tuesday, I said, I am done with debt. We are putting our house on the market. I had gotten on Zillow. I found a 710 square foot house. Wow, <laughs> I said, we are selling our house. It was three tiny. Yeah, it's tiny. Yeah. Um, we said, we are selling our 3000 square foot home. We are getting rid of the stat and we did it. We sold everything. <laughs> so what, what point in time was this? Do you have it? Uh, like this was year? 2018. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So this was um, 2018. This was September, 2018. 
And within a month, we were closed on the new house. We found um, a buyer for our house. I put everything, all of our furniture, because you couldn't take anything with hmm. us, yeah. uh, everything. And my parents thought we were crazy. <laughs> they tried to have an intervention <laughs> with us. <laughs> wow. I mean, it was it was wild. But I just felt like I, I was just felt like it was a curse. And hmm. I was just... I, the one thing I remember thinking is, how can I be a blessing to others when this is just constantly a curse in my life? Hmm. So that's when we were done. <laughs> what impact did that have in your family? Uh, did, as um, far as kids, were they kind of recognizing that there's a change happening? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lorelai, she was, I don't know, what, nine? Yeah, she was about nine. Yeah, nine yeah. years old. So she was kind of like, what is happening? You're uprooting my whole <laughs> world. But luckily, our house is only a mile away from where we were previously hmm. living. And so it's very close to my parents still. Uh, but she was still kind of a little freaked out. <laughs> yeah, we do yeah. uh, share a room with our, I guess he's five. He's not six. He's going to be six this year. We share a bedroom with our five-year-old, mm -hmm. the two of us. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> that's, now. yeah, right now for now. Um, and eventually that will change. But other than that, like, I feel like everybody, I feel like in our old house, we never even saw each other. Hmm. We were all in different corners. We yeah. never spent time together. This house, you can't help but spend time yeah. together. It's actually really nice. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We're on top of each other. <laughs> Well, it, so it's 700 square feet. Yeah. And, and you're, what you're saying is that you're seeing more of each other. Oh, it's yeah. kind of like what, right. what we all experienced with COVID last year. Right. right. That we're all forced COVID. to now yes. be there together. And, and that can impact our family positively yeah. or negatively. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. <laughs> definitely. Sure. So, I mean, I love the idea that you're saying that it did have a positive impact yes. on your family. Yeah. Walk me through what you heard from Dave Ramsey. So if you were thinking to yourself, mm -hmm. I'm in a hole so deep that I don't see it. Uh, out. Um, you made pretty drastic measures. We did. What What are the steps that you guys gleaned that you said, okay, what he's saying, this works for my family mm -hmm. and this doesn't work. How did you kind of, did, were you all in with, with what Dave Ramsey said? Did you kind of piece together some other ideas from other points of counsel or advice? Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good, um, just a very methodical process, you know, with all the steps. And uh, again, it's, it's so, it's things that I think we inherently know, um, like having a budget, mm -hmm. um, but we don't actually really put the practice or we didn't at least. Right. Mm -hmm. But that was one of the fundamental steps is, you know, we have to have a budget. We have to, we have to learn how to not live on, you know, more than we're, we're making. Right. And so we, that was one of the steps was, you know, obviously formulating a budget, sitting down and knowing what's coming in mm -hmm. and what's going out and, um, you know, how to sort of, um, you know, mitigate all the, the leakage that you see, like, Oh, yeah. how many subscriptions do we have? And you know, what, what, yeah. you know, but the great thing about, you know, the house was, it was sort of, um, it kind of galvanized us and started what is referred to as the debt snowball and Dave hmm. Ramsey, where you start with your smallest, um, your smallest debt and, and start to pay those off first and you snowball into your largest debt. Mm -hmm. Um, but it sort of allowed us to, to do that, we took our, our gain from the home and we started to pay off um, cars and we Which paid we a, didn't have very much gain from the home. It was not a lot. Yeah. It was mm. like just there to take care of one car, mm. one $350 a month payment. Right. And that's really where things started to snowball. Yeah. So I I don't want people to think, oh, they sold their house and they were able to pay all, all of our debt. Right. No, we have had right. to work these steps and we've been in the thick of them for almost three years wow. now. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you still have a career and you're having income. I mean, because yeah. there's right. there's the idea of, I mean, very basic here, but what comes in, income, and then the expenses, what goes out. Right. Yeah. And there needs to be a balance to where, like, you're at least not 
losing money each month. Right. Right? Is that the right. simple way of putting it? Yeah. 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 You know, so <laughs> when you're looking at selling your house, it didn't instantly pay off everything. No. No. Right. But right. what you did was you reduced your expenses to a point where the income that was coming in allowed you to then have freed up cash. Yes. Instead of going on vacations, instead of spending more things and getting a different car or upgrading your furniture or spending extra things things on kids, you were able to pay things down. Yeah, Yeah. things like a car payment. I mean, I remember paying off our car, gosh, ages ago in 2008, one of our old vehicles and being like, okay, let's go get another car. I just always felt like Hmm. a car payment's normal. Credit card payments are normal. You always, you, you know, Go for the bigger house for your family. That's mm-hmm. what you do for your family. You sacrifice for your family. Mm-hmm. And it just was like, at the end of the day, what kind of sacrifice is this if we're miserable? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so instead, we decided to sacrifice a different way. Right. I think it's really, it's paying off, definitely. Yeah. It's a lot of hard work. For the most part, we do follow Dave's steps um, pretty one, two, three, four, five. Okay. We have done maybe a couple things where we've switched things up here and there. And I think that um, Everybody can do that based on their circumstances, but I think that the overall plan is there and it does work. Interesting. So give me a quick snapshot of, you know, an example of one of the steps he gives. I mean, I think what you're, what you're walking us through is very practical, but you keep pointing back to Dave Ramsey. And so we'll get to that in a second, but you know, what are some of this? I mean, not that you haven't memorized, but what are the, (laughs) (laughs) excellent. That's why you're here. I live Uh, So So, walk um, me through what they are. Sure. So baby step one is saving a thousand dollars. Okay. Just. That's it. Thousand dollars. Don't worry about saving everything at once. Uh, baby step two is starting your debt snowball. So you list your debts, smallest to largest. You pay the minimums on all of them, and any extra that you have, any extra income that you have at all, you just throw out the smallest debt until it's gone. Then you can snowball that payment to the next mm-hmm. one, and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, baby step three is saving three to six months worth of expenses. Baby step four, I believe, is. College? Uh, college. It's, or is it, that retirement? To retirement. 15% okay. to retirement. Um, yeah. Retirement's more important than college funds. Mm. Uh, baby step five is then saving for your kid's college fund. Baby step six is, I believe, paying off your, paying home. your home. So yeah. just shoveling towards your home. Not as intense as you are in baby step two mm-hmm. with yeah. your debt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then baby step seven is living and giving like nobody else. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is big class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. <laughs> that, I mean, so that is something that you internalized in a way oh, yes. that you had to then figure out how am I going to live that out? Because yeah. that's just steps in writing on a piece right. of paper. Yeah. Right. Somebody on a podcast talking to you, right. but you have to live it out. Yes. What advice would you give to people that are listening to say, oh, they make it seem so easy. Mm. You just do this and you do this step and then you just sell the house. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, so what... What advice do you have for the listeners? So what's the first step to take? Right. Yeah. So um, I, th- I think one of the good things, you know, about where we currently are, and hopefully we won't always be there, but we're in baby step two. We're still paying off the debt. We're still sort of in the soup. We're in the thick of it is, uh, you know, when we uh, you know teach the class and we interact with class members is, is kind of like we are very close to where you are and we realize the challenges. It's and it uh, can seem like a tall, tall mountain to mm-hmm. climb, hmm. but it can be done. Hmm. It can be done. Uh, but the first step, and they say it is, it, and Dave will say it's, it's often the most difficult step, is saving that thousand dollars because you decide, which is the first step, your 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 safety fund, mm-hmm. and uh, it's almost like you're you're minimally self-insuring against something happening. You know, a tire blows out, something happens with your engine. The reason that is that can be the most challenging part is because you're you're choosing to really commit to the process at that point. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if you decide to do that and you, you you start to 
build a little bit of momentum. Things can be done. This can be accomplished. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, aside from that, once you, you're in baby step two, you're in the death snowball, you feel the winds. And that's the reason that Dave says do do smart uh, smallest to largest is because you get those winds yeah. up close and you feel those winds. Yep. And then once you start to feel that momentum, you start to realize that it, it, you can do it, it, it and it can be done. It's and it's mm. possible. And so that's it is very encouraging when you see those steps early mm. on. So mm. neat. What um what kind of spiritual um, growth did you see take place during this process? You know, did, what did you learn about God in this moment? You know, are, are there any kind of family stories or anything personally that really you're like, yeah. oh yeah, this this is freeing for me? One thing that we, we always mention, this is our anecdote we tell us in class is, um, you know, one of the cars that we paid off was was sort of a vanity car for me. Uh, it was a Jeep. It was like these, this Jeep, it was lifted and it had all these really cool bells and whistles. And uh, it turned out to be a money pit. And mm. it was, uh, you know, we were sort of stuck with it. We're like, how on earth are we going to- $18,000 money pit. <laughs> yeah. How are we going to pay this thing off? Mm. Um, you know, but fortunately through through the process, you know, selling the home and starting the baby steps, we were, we were able to do that and pay that off. But, um, you know, for me and I think for us, it started, it started um, the questioning process. Why are we buying the things that we're buying? Why are we making the purchases that we're, we're, we're purchasing? Is it because, you know, this is the right purchase or this is the right thing? Or is it because um, there's some other motivation, right? And for mm. me, in that sense, it was a pride thing. I want to be seen in a cool vehicle. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with cool vehicles. I, was, right. I love cars and, right. and there's nothing wrong. But um, as, as Christ said, where your treasure is, there's your, your heart is also. Mm. Um, so I think it's just sort of unlocked and, kind of, and, you know, and God sort of revealed to us you know, our motivations and why we're doing the things we're doing. And, um, and also just think the process length, it does, it can take a while. It doesn't <laughs> take forever, but it does take a while to get this whole thing done. And it really does mirror sort of the spiritual walk. You mm. have, you have successes, you have failures, you, you, you say, gosh, I, I messed up. I went out and bought this thing. I bought this electronic toy. It was such a dumb thing. And, you know, and we, Go through those in life where we mess yeah. up. We, mm-hmm. we and we go back to the cross and mm. we you know we ask for forgiveness and we we get back on it you know mm. with his help. So mm. it's sort of it's very it's very a parallel to yeah. And so just walk. staying in it too because we have had moments where we've really messed up on this journey. And um, one reason why we like to commit to teaching is because we like to stay we like to stay very close to the program Hmm. while we're in it because it's just such a good reminder of just like with your faith, there's times where you can feel discouraged when you're not Hmm. reading your Bible, when you're not praying, when you're not coming to church, having that community, you get very discouraged. So just like with financial peace, it's very good to stay in it. And just, it's a reminder every week Hmm. of why we're doing what we're doing. That's cool. I mean, I'm hearing a component of dependency on on God. I'm hearing a component of a better understanding of grace, yeah, right? right. Sure. In, in what you're saying as well, yeah. and just a, a level of just walking by faith mm-hmm. at the same time of yeah. knowing that okay, God has put us here for a reason. There's nothing wrong with money, no. right? Yeah. Exactly. You know, yeah. but it, it's the love of money yeah. that then leads to the root of all evil, right. or brings you to a point of pride, or brings mm-hmm. you to a point right. of taking your eyes off of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, how can we use the money that we do have to serve right. him right. and and do it within our means. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I'm hearing out of yeah. you guys. And that's a neat story to tell. Well, you also are talking about your teachers. 
So you're talking about this class yes. mm-hmm. and financial peace is the name of the class. Yes. Mm-hmm. Walk me through what that looks like. And I, I think there's even something coming up here in the fall. There right? is. Yeah. So right. that's going to be starting, I believe, the Sunday of Labor Day. That's right. Uh, the yeah. 1030 a.m. class. September so 5th. Yes. So there's okay. child care mm-hmm. provided, which is great. Excellent. Um, and it's just basically mm-hmm. a week by week study um, of, you know, he goes through each baby step. He starts off you know, as the program as a whole, he goes through how to budget. I mean, a lot of people who we get in class have Mm. never even thought about budgeting. Mm. So, um, and I think it's just really nice too, where everybody is very open. They kind of get a snapshot of their um, financial situation. Right. And you can be as open in the class as you are comfortable Mm. with. We have people who tell us everything. We have people who speak to us privately or Mm. who want to hold you know, their situation a little closer to their chest and that's okay. Mm. It's just getting in there and understanding the basics of how to, of how to get going. Mm. So just a recap of that plug, 11 week class yes. starting Sunday, September 5th mm-hmm. at 1045 yes. in the upstairs um, biblical training center mm-hmm. wing of our church. Come. Do you have to sign up or can you just show up? Yeah, there is a sign up. I yes. uh, believe it's through, um, what is Miss? Why is I can't remember Miss Morris. I, John's John's um assistant. We you can just call in the church. Yeah, yep. <laughs> call yeah. in the church that's it, that's and it. say I want to sign up for financial peace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> University. And um, it right. is a oh, it's a one hundred dollar uh, commitment. So that gets you yeah. your materials, your book, uh, and everything yeah. that you need. And uh, Dave kind of did it that way. Dave Ramsey did it that way because he kind of wanted people to have skin in the game. Mm. Like if it was just a totally hmm. free class, would you show up? Would you take it as seriously? So, um, yeah. and there are scholarship opportunities as well. If someone needed a scholarship. Yeah. I mean, I like that idea I yeah. Mean, yeah. to put a little bit of a cost to say, okay, I've got to learn the skills and the tool school yeah. tool yeah. set to be able to get that done. Yeah. And so when that kicks off, you guys will be there each week. So oh, yes. We can yep, count we'll on seeing your faces <laughs> yep. and people when they come, they can ask the questions yeah. and, and Yeah, learn. and we, we do dive a little bit in, more into our situation as mm. deep as anyone wants to get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's nice. Uh, you know, we, we definitely, like, we share our we failures and we, we share our wins. And I think that creates a good environment mm-hmm. for people to open up. With Is their there homework experience. involved? Uh, sometimes. Okay. Uh, maybe just creating a budget, those sorts of things. Uh-huh. Uh, getting a whole, writing down all of your debt. Kind of facing your situation is, I feel yeah. like, uh, a good first step for everybody. Because okay. there were times where I didn't even know what money was going out where. Right. I had no idea what was going on. And uh, it took really sitting down and us writing all that down together to be like, we are really in a pit. <laughs> we yeah. really need to get out. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Well, I love the fact that you guys are willing to be open to share about this. Oh, uh, yeah. A lot of people don't want to reveal dirt oh, <laughs> in their lives. Yeah. And right. and so for you to just feel, be honest and open, be a part of the class and have people that, that you can just say, Hey, come to us and yeah. we'll share our story. We'll help you out, walk you through life together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's, that is a huge bonus that is happening here at FBC. Yeah. So here within our body, you can be a part of that Dave's Dave Ramsey financial peace yes. university, get yeah. plugged in, yeah. learn more about, you know, how do we deal with the things that God has given us mm-hmm. and hopefully grow spiritually at the right. same time as you guys have. So right. thank you for so much yeah, for absolutely. being a part of it. Anthony and Whitney, you guys One are amazing. One other thing I want to mention is if, if someone has already taken the class, um, they can still come and yeah. take it. They don't have to pay the $100. They already have the materials. If they want a refresher. Need a refresher. Totally fine. Right. We do it every semester. Yeah. We get refreshed every semester. So. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Well, continue. If you have questions 
write them in. We can review them. We can point you to different websites and materials. But again, September 5th is going to be the launch date of Financial Peace University. And as, as far as podcasts go, we're going to continue to just give more personal stories and testimonies of what God is doing in the lives of people here at our church in these next several months to come. And by the way, you can also continue to be connected with our Sermon Spotlight podcast and our Global Church, our Global Missions podcast here at FBC. You can go to fbcva.life slash podcast and learn all of those things. So until we chat again, everyone, let's, as we learned today, let Christ be the focus of your life each and every day.